settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to our weekly podcast. It is the Whistleblowers, where we chat all things sport and uh, we find out what's been happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports too. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator to dig deeper into what they've been up to or what is happening in sport locally. Brendan Powers, g'day. G'day, Blandy. How are you, mate? I'm all right. Here we are to chat sport once again. And, uh, well, there's been plenty going on, is there not? Especially overseas. Yeah, there certainly has. There's been a lot of different sports and with uh, having some challenges. And we'll take up with cricket and uh, poor old Joshy Hazelwood uh, playing in the Indian Premier League. Mm. And uh, he had to take take some time off and there was rumours going round that he may have uh, an Achilles injury oh, that no. he re-injured but it looks like it's just a bit of a side strain so he should be right he's had that before too and uh, not all that long ago we've got the big test coming up in England of course against India it's mm. the the championship test is he going to be alright for that that's is he going to be right saying? for the Ashes yes they all fly out he flies back in this week they all fly out later this week and uh, hopefully he'll be right for the game at the Oval Played on June the 7th. Okay, and the team does travel to England later this week. When When's the test uh, series starting? Uh, after that. After that, okay. Look forward to that too, eh? Oh, get up early in the morning <laughs> to watch watch us plunder through, plunder the poor old bombs. Well, we hope so. I mean, they've, I've watched plenty of times where they've plundered us, especially, uh, yeah. you know, with that new ball broad uh, just ripping through the yeah. top order and suddenly we're 6-7 down for nothing. That Duke ball does swing. It does indeed. Formula One made heavy flooding. Uh, in the Amola region, had made the F1 make a pretty drastic call on the weekend's race as safety concerns uh, rose around the area and the track. Yeah, look, yeah, all the flooding, uh, they couldn't uh, get people in and out, and uh, there were some pictures of some of the, the, the prime movers a bit underwater, so uh, they had to do it. And uh, it, it just curtailed poor old Oscar's Piastri's uh, career for a little bit. He's this week been named a future champion. Has he? Yes, his team boss, Zach Brown, has come out and said they're very impressed with him, very focused. He hasn't made any real big mistakes, and uh, he's uh, he's got the opportunities to be a real star. Is that any breaking news, like he is where he is now, and, uh, of course, because he was recognised as being one of the world's greatest drivers, or perhaps could be one day? So true, and as yeah. Zach Brown has said, it's up to them now, the McLaren team, to get him a faster car. Well, that usually helps, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say so, especially in a car race, mate, yeah. Uh, the Socceroos have been handed another shot at taking on World Cup champion uh, Argentina uh, with a friendly locked in for June 15th. Yeah, can you believe it? It just goes to show the standing that the Socceroos have got on the world scene now. They're uh, seen as a, a good option to go up against, and they'll be playing in Beijing. So that should be good. Okay, and, uh, of course, we've got the Women's World Cup not too far away. Oh, I can't wait for that. That should yeah. be some great football. Mm, absolutely. Uh, now, a bit closer to home, mate, AFL over the weekend. Uh, a couple of interesting results, I guess. Uh, gee, North Melbourne were close uh, to knock off Sydney, but what about the way they lost? I'm not sure if you're over this. They had too many interchanges. Yeah. it's And they got given a free kick against them, point blank range, you know, and they go down by three. The universe... <laughs> It's just not meant to be, is it, for the poor old yeah. uh, ruse? Look, they they say that the winning teams get the better calls, but uh, sometimes it's just not meant to be, is it? Ouch. Uh, Port uh, Adelaide, too good for uh, Melbourne in a close game too. Uh, the Bullies, uh, gee, they've come good. They're 
far too strong for Adelaide on the weekend, yeah, and Adelaide were on the up and up. Yeah, plenty of barking the bullies this year. And Freo uh, wow. got over the top of the Cats, and the Brisbane Lions are going, got got over the Suns. It Essendon. took them a while to get moving, didn't it? Uh, yeah. I don't know whether you saw the game. It no, was, I didn't uh, catch sort that, of no. sort of even uh, until the uh, the Lions, uh, yeah, just took off really in the second half. Yeah, Essendon and Richmond by a point, and uh, of course we learn now the uh, coach Damien Hardwick Hardwick has uh, called time. Yeah, look, an interesting decision. I think we're going to see a lot more of it. Um, you know, he's been there for what, 14, 15 years? Oh, 13 and a half, but oh. yeah. And he's won three premierships and, you know. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, you can only teach. I, there was a quote that I read earlier. I've tried to cook the sausage a thousand different ways mm-hmm. and I don't think I can get the thousand and first out. <laughs> Fair enough. He has spent, he also uh, referenced the lack of uh, finances aimed towards coaching departments since COVID. They've sort of cut and made a salary cap on the amount of, people you can have around you, I guess. And he's, he's saying that that uh, is an influence as well. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. And uh, because some clubs in both or in most sports uh, under the cap, uh, coaching departments were yeah were untouchable. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> some clubs used to spend more on their coaching departments than they did. On the players. <laughs> on their players. Well, there you go. Just by point, the Bombers in the final seconds there. The Hawks absolutely trounced West Coast. They're just a, bar- a basket case this year. And uh, Carlton, well, they're going from, you know, bad to worse too. Collingwood just too good. Yeah, Collingwood are flying high. Yeah. And the Saints, well, they just got over the top of the Giants. Mind you, it was a bit of a struggle there. And uh, I don't know what happened to the ground there. The earth was moving around and it was ridiculous because it wasn't even wet. I know. Look, it, it's in all codes at the moment. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with um, limiting a couple of grounds to most of the games. Or you look at Suncorp after Magic Round and and Marvel and, and the MCG and whatnot. And, and, you know, concerts also play a part. Yeah. I don't know what the GWS ground has got to, uh, as an excuse, because they only, only really go there, I think. Don't they even play? Yeah, I think there's the someone else that uses it? it as well. Oh, I'm not anyway. sure. Anyway, uh, this week we do have Sydney taking on Carlton. Uh, both teams wanting a win. The Saints hopefully should uh, account for Hawthorne, mate. Well, what's wrong? You're playing on a Saturday. What's going on? You Aren't you a Sunday <laughs> team this year? Yeah, they have been. I uh, can't buy a Friday night game. Uh, Melbourne Fremantle will be an interesting one too with uh, both sides really uh, looking at, at needing a win after last week. Uh, the Cats and Giants, the Gold Coast Bullies, West Coast Essendon. Uh, Richmond play uh, Port Adelaide. Uh, interesting to see if Richmond do bounce back and, and if Hardwick will be there. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, you don't know. I don't know. Collingwood uh, should have a win against North and uh, Adelaide and the Brisbane Lions uh, to wrap it up, 4.40 Sunday should be uh, a cracker of a game too. That should be a great game. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see how that one pans out. Yeah. NRL mate on the weekend, uh, dare I mention your your team, who were looking good and I don't know what happened. Oh, look, Cronulla had to bounce back at some stage and Nico coming into State of Origin, and we should touch on that shortly, but, you know, Nico Hines, he, we just gave him too much room and, and that's the consequences. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Broncos too, uh, surprising... Well, not surprising they lost, but only four points on the board there against the Panthers, uh, 15. Yeah, look, the Broncos, again, the, it's a bit of a slight, the NRL ladder at the moment, because teams have had buys and they're getting their two points, yet the Broncos are up on top. Same with South. They haven't had a buy yet. Can you pick a winner? No. Def, I think Maroon would got about three if he was lucky uh, last week. Well, and, tell me, if you're looking at the form guide, how could you tip 
the West Tigers. Well, and the West Tigers to put 66 points on the board against the North Queensland Cowboys. Boy, oh boy, they'll be doing some soul searching there in North Queensland, wouldn't they? Yeah, absolutely. 42 points. There was more points in the second half than there were minutes. Outrageous. It was a, a strange, strange result over the weekend. The Dragons needed to get back on the board, and they did so at the expense of the Roosters. And the Rabbits going down to the Eels. Yeah, look, I think the Rabbits had to have a loss. They'd been up for a while, and I don't think many teams can start for more than a few weeks at the moment. And the poor old Roosters, they had that game with only seconds to go. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> oh, only because my wife is not here. Otherwise, oh, right. So you'll be in it the was a ter- terrible result. You'll be in the doghouse. Terrible result. The Dolphins, too, uh, just going down to uh, the Melbourne Storm and the Bulldogs up against the Titans. The Titans, just when you think... They might be, you know, gathering momentum, putting something together. They'll, they'll go down. <laughs> Tell you what, Titans are getting a, a very bad reputation of fading badly in the second half. Well, and, and it's warranted too because they start off like a house on fire. You've got to be able to finish a game. You do, and look, they look the goods, and then they just fall flat. Mm. Uh, the Sea Eagles too needed that win. The Raiders didn't need a loss, but uh, that's what occurred there. As uh, round uh, 12 of the NRL wrapped up over the weekend, we looked towards round 13. Uh, what are you seeing here? Uh, Redcliffe are up against St. George, so that will be an interesting game. I think Redcliffe will come out to prove a point. Parramatta against North Queensland and on form. You'd say that's an easy win with the Eels. Well, yes, but who knows? Who knows? Warriors and Broncos. I think the Warriors may be a shot here with all this plays out for State of Origin. South Sydney up against Canberra. And, of course, the final game of the round, my Newcastle Knights against Manly. And I'm not too worried about that game. I think that is definite two points for the Knights. Oh, is it now? All right, then, Mr. Confidence. Uh, of course, we do have State of Origin. The teams have been released. couple of shocks. Well, that's why I'm confident Calum Ponga will be playing for the Knights along with Dane Gagoy. So I'm glad they're both there for the Knights while Daly Cherry Evans and the Trubowiches are out. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it is looking good, I guess, from that point of view. What do you think of the Queensland side? Oh, look, I, of the Queensland side and the New South Wales side, I'm very I'm very shocked and a bit puzzled. I think they've, um, yeah, made some interesting choices. Reese Walsh has been in great form. Yeah, and he's been rewarded there. He has, but Calum Ponga, and he can drift in and out of games in club land, but in state of origin, he is always delivered. Same with Dane Gagai and Kurt Capewell. Mm. Kurt Capewell uh, from the Broncos, very unlucky, and I would have picked him any day of the week. Okay, we've just got to hope that uh, the uh, Queensland selectors, and they normally do get it pretty well right, don't they? We normally don't have the cattle New South Wales have. We're always the underdogs. They don't like to think so, but we are, and we, uh, we're pretty good at coming out on top. We are. Look, they're still a very strong team, and uh, you know it'll be interesting to see how they go. Okay, now we've got to mention netball because some amazing results there too. Yeah, the West Coast Fever, 97 over the Firebird 63. They produced a clinical four-quarter performance, winning by a huge 34 goals. 34 goals. That's incredible. Yeah, it certainly is. They were leading at halftime by 20 goals. Holy heck. Uh, now, the Giants, uh, 70 over the Lightning, 64. The Vixen, 60. Pretty convincingly, 39 over the Thunderbirds. And the New South Wales Swifts, uh, they beat the Magpies. How terrible. 85-56. Yeah, well, it may, may be one of the last times we see the Magpies. They're struggling uh, financially, which the mind boggles there. I mean, you know, you think the Collingwood Football Club, one of the richest clubs in the country, perceivably, uh, yeah, would be so. able to uh, 
to sustain a netball team. Who knows? We don't know what model they're working under, but congratulations to Bryony Akel, who I've had a bit to do with, the New South Wales Swifts coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got her team back on form. Okay, and this weekend? Lightning are up against Collingwood, Thunderbirds play the Fever, Vixens and the Swifts, and the Giants and Firebirds. Okay, let's move to local sport now, mate. And it was the Fraser Flames who continued their scintillating form with a three-zip Kappa Women's Super Cup win over the Mackay Lions Saturday in Bundy. Yeah, congratulations to the ladies. What a great effort. They are now into the semifinals against MA, MA Olympic Football Club to be played in Townsville in two weeks' time. Okay, we wish them all the best too. Now, the Flames went to the break, what, with a 1-0 lead? Yes, and uh, the coach, Dwayne McInnes, was a little bit nervous, thinking uh, they hadn't done enough, but uh, they got two goals early in the second half, and he praised their defensive back line for their great effort and uh, sealing the win. And in the men, mate, across the waves, uh, men's senior team made it two from two for Wide Bay, defeating the Mackay Lions 2-1 in the uh, Australia Cup to set up a round seven clash against Edge Hill in Bundaberg. They're going all right. They are, but these two teams, Edge Hill and uh, Across the Waves, played last year, and Edge Hill edged them out, pardon the pun. Mm. So I'm hoping the waves can roll over the top of them when they meet. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in local FQPL action over the weekend in the men, it was a 6-1 win to Fraser Flames over Dune Villa. They're going from strength to strength, aren't they? They are, the that, as they are on fire. Sunbury and UP drew three all in the KSS Jets and SC Corinthians. How did that end up? Ah, the Jets had their first win for the season, so congratulations. 3-2. Well done to the boys. Absolutely. Now, the following fixtures feature Dune Villa against ATW, Sunbury and the KSS Jets, UP and the Fraser Flames, and Bingra and the SC Corinthians. Plenty of football action over the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Now, across the ways, defeated Binger in the women's comp. What, 10-2? Yeah, a bit of a slaughter there. And UPE were also too strong for Tanana, winning 4-0. And this week, the KSS Jets face off against Tanana. Doon Villa will host across the waves. And United Park Eagles play the Fraser Flames in Bundy. Now, the Meribus Speedway, mate, once again... Hosted a fantastic night of racing on Saturday. They certainly did. Congratulations to Josh Harm winning the Speedway Sedans Queensland Southwest All-Stars Series feature event. He made a second last lap pass outside Aidan Raymond to win the race. But Raymond's second place was enough to secure the series win ahead of Gary Pagel. Good job. Storm time in the 30 lap feature. And always well supported there at the Meribus Speedway. Now, Rugby League, mate, uh, last week West Panthers 80 Defeated the Harvey Bay Seagulls, just the two. We'll uh, get on to that uh, more in just a moment. Pass Brothers, 44. Wallaroos, 10. And East Magpies, 22. Across the waves, Tigers, 14. Yeah, some tough results there for our Fraser Coast teams. But this week, the Tigers and Roos meet in Bundaberg. East are up against Seagulls and Brothers meet Wests. Which leads us to our special guest this week, uh, Brennan. It's uh, Harvey Bay Seagulls, Zach Centre. And Zach's here to... uh, well, to talk about, uh, you know, their plight at the moment, I guess. Uh, Zach, thanks for joining us, mate. No dramas at all, mate. Glad to have it, uh, be on the show. It's been a tough start, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been a tough start for the Seagulls this year, um, especially coming off the big year last year with both our reserve grade um, and our A-grade sides in the grand final and um, A-grade ultimately winning the grand final last year. Um, at the start of this year, we did have a big exit of um, players. Um, that have gone to different clubs and then also gone down south um, to chase uh, bigger goals in um, the NRL and Q Cup. So it's been a bit of a tough start with the boys 
Uh, but ultimately, um, the boys are still committed and they're showing up every week at training, the ones that are committed. So it's really handy there. Well, Zach, that's pleasing that they're mm. committed and turning up. But how are you holding the club together under these circumstances? Mate, we've got uh, we've had a new committee come in uh, this year, um, which has been really supportive of, of the seniors. Um, it's gone from about a committee of about four to five people to about there's about probably twelve to sixteen of us now. So um, there's a lot much a lot more support and uh, people being able to help out around the club. And then um, we've had a few of the old boys come back into the club. So with that um, comes commitment from them and um, trying to get some of these younger boys up. Well, that's good news, mate. And how do you move the club forward and the team forward? Um, moving forward, we've got a really good 18s program coming up. Um, there, there's some 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds in there that have shown real good potential and have helped our senior boys out in reserve grade and 18s um, as well. And then we've also got about five to 600 juniors um, throughout our club. So we've got a really big junior base. So moving forward, it's just... Um, progressing those juniors um, through the grades and um, ultimately bringing them up into our senior grades. Yeah, well, that's great. The future does look positive, mate. It's just the here and now, I guess. And, and you know, using a lot of your reserve grade players who are having to come up and, and play, and I guess the reserve grade is suffering as a, as a result of that. Yeah, ultimately with that, we've had um, we've had to bring a lot of our reserve grade players up into A grade. I think we've had about 18 um, debutants in A grade this wow. year. So um, it's a massive, massive step up for them. It's a totally different game, as you would um, know. Um, but the ultimate boys have just took it in, in their hands and just ran with it. So, um, yes, reserve grade have struggled a bit, but... Um, we we are moving forward, and um, we've got a few more people coming down this week to training, so it's good to see. So slowly, hopefully we can build on that and um, come strong towards the back end of the year. Zach, we love your positivity, mate, and uh, it's people like you who are keeping the club going, which is fantastic news. The future does look bright. Uh, the here and now, I'm sure you'll get through it, and we really appreciate your time joining us here on The Whistleblowers, and all the best for the rest of the season. Best of luck, Zach. No drama at all. Thanks, buddy. Local AFL, Brendan, what's been going on? The Harvey Bay Bombers keep on keeping on with a 75-31 to 31 win over Brothers Bulldogs. And the Waves were too strong for Bay Power, 9-10-64 to 4-4-28. This week, Brothers and the Waves play in Bundaberg, and it is our local derby when the Bombers and Bay Power play at Norman Clay Oval. Imagine if the uh, the power could get over the top of the Bombers there. Mm, it Make it would, interesting, wouldn't it? It certainly would. I'd I don't know if it's going to happen, but best of luck. Best of luck yeah, to both teams. Go hard. Uh, what sport's happening around the Fraser Coast this week? Apart Plenty from on this week. We've got quarterfinals in the Premier League hockey with the men's to be played in Harvey Bay and the women's in Bundaberg in Harvey Bay. We've got Raiders, Rovers and Arrows up against each other. Harvey Bay brothers play All Blacks. CBR and Magpies play in one of the final matches and Granville and Wave Cities play with the winners of those last two games straight through to the grand final. Okay, and uh, there's plenty of sport going on as always. Yes, as we touched, there's uh, AFL, rugby league, football. There is plenty happening around the Fraser Coast. And we'd like to thank you, good listener, for tuning in to another Whistleblowers podcast. We'd like to thank Zach Centre. And next week, we'll chat again with another guest about all things sport. Now, a shout out each week to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community, Brendan, that often goes unrecognised. Let's share positivity and community spirit for those who make our community great. Who you got? I've got Ethan Parry, our wonderful athlete who has been busily raising money for his trip to the 
Virtus Global Games in Vichy, France in mm-hmm. a couple of weeks representing Australia. Well done, Ethan. What a legend he is. He is. And you know what? The positivity that kid shows. Yep. I wish all athletes were like that. Absolutely. And yeah. to represent your country, mate, it's fantastic. How are we going with the fundraising? They had an amazing night at yep. the RSL the other night and with plenty of money raised. So best of luck in France, Ethan. We're all behind you, mate. Okay. Now, be it. Forget to keep updated uh, with all your local sporting news. FC Sports Media with this man, Brendan Bowers. Only $10 per month or $100 per year, Brendan. All the w's.fcsportsmedia.com.au is where you need to go. Absolutely, Blandy. Don't forget, it's our sport and our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.